Welcome back to Kansas City Real Talk, brought to you by KCRAR. I'm Alex Gehring. And I'm Bobby Howe. <gasps> it's the first episode. No, it's not the first episode of the new year. It is the first episode it is of the, the first because episode we took of a week year. off. Oh! <laughs> awesome i know so 2020 is here yep and 2019 is over thank, thank goodness god. it's gone goodness, whoever whatever i was gonna say god <laughs> and i said goodness because ah, it's fine whatever all right so let's talk about 2019 let's talk about good things yeah in 2019 what happened in 2019 that was good Oh. There was a lot of good stuff that I've been tweeting. Why are you yeah. hesitating? I don't. I, I, Lots of yes. great things. Like what? Well, you got installed. Yes, I did. You've I had, been I installed. I had to go through four MCs to get you as my in- installing MC. It's true. But that's, I, that's I, fine. I got you there. You've been installed into us. I have been installed. I am actually officially your president. <laughs> this is like a couple days into my presidency. Wow. Wow. Yeah, apparently. I have you had any like executive orders or anything that you've passed in your first day? No. Like, did you, I feel like I remember some of that um, as you were campaigning to become president of our association. You said on day one of my presidency, uh, you haven't done any of this stuff. I didn't campaign. Oh, is that not how that works? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really campaign. Someone just said, put your name on the ballot. And I did. And then there was an election. And then it happened. Wee! Wow. That's how that works. That's so much fun. So... No, I mean, 2019 was okay, but I, I think 2020 is going to be even better. I think focus so. In. We're going to do some fun stuff. So I'm like, this time last year, I was getting my head off to Universal and do some like rides. And now I'm like, ooh, I'm in, not in Universal. But I'm going to Orlando next week, so I've got that. You're traveling a lot this month. Oh, my gosh. I'm traveling so much. My husband's going to kill me. What are you doing? Well, so I leave next week, which is about the time that this episode will actually come out. Because, again, we're recording into the future. Um, I'm going to go run 48 miles at Disney like I did last year. I'm going to do okay. that again because that's a that was smart of me. But I'm taking friends this time and no family. So we're going to do that. And we're just going to do, well, one day after the 5K, we're going to go to Epcot. And we're going to eat and drink around Epcot. That'll be wow. fun that day. And then the other days, we're just going to lay poolside. Um, Sweet. It's me and two other real estate friends. So we're just going to do masterminds every day at the pool. Um, we're going to write off the trip because it's going to be a Because it's estate. a business. That's we're right. To- we're just totally going to mastermind that's all day right. around the pool. So we're really excited about that. So it's fine. And then early February, like February 2nd, something like that, I go to Louisiana to speak at their uh, state real estate convention. So Cool. That's very yeah, cool. I'm really excited. So you are all over the place. <laughs> As always, I'm a hot mess. Oh, you mean like <laughs> traveling wise? Yes, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be yes, all yes, over yes, the yeah. map. Yep. Right, that's right. right. Yep. Yep. You You're doing a lot of that this year? Yeah, I'm doing a yeah. lot of that this year. I might be going to um, Alaska in um, early March. Wow. I might get to see some moose. I'm excited. Actually, I'm more excited about is the moose. Meese? Than... No, meese. No, no. Moose. Moose. It's, it's moose. Moose yeah. is plural for moose. Mm-hmm. What do you got going on? You just going to sit around and twiddle your thumbs? Are you going to sell some real estate? Or what yeah, are you going to do? I'm planning on selling some real estate. Okay. So that's good. Okay. I feel like that that's always part of the plan. Actually, um, I feel like I'm going to make some changes in Ooh. 2020. Like what? Right? Resolutions or I'm just changes? Just changes. Thank you. Like some, like, okay. I don't know. I'm not really a resolution. I don't either. Just a, yeah. just changes. Okay. Um, one of them is that I, I had this realization. So first of all, I, I weigh more now okay. than I have in the last five years. Okay. You hide it well. More than that, more like seven years. Um, so... Um, so first of all, I'm, I'm trying to get back into a more active and healthy lifestyle. So today's uh, topic is, is going to be beneficial for me. Yeah. Um, but also, um, in my, I downloaded this like super millennial, uh, app called, uh, Noom. Can you spell it? Anybody heard of Noom? N-O-O-M. 
It's oh, a, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, and it, it's actually been really, really pretty good. It's yep. not like a, but anyway, I, I've kind of liked it. Um, but I had this realization that I've been drinking uh, probably 600 milligrams of caffeine nearly every day. Yeah, you don't have caffeine today and you normally yeah, do. I, yes, that's true. So um, typically I have a uh, venti pike place um, or a 20 ounce of, of another black coffee mm-hmm. um, every day. Okay. And then on top of that, I usually have a highball or another energy drink that has up to like 180 milligrams of caffeine. Okay. So that's nearly 600 milligrams of caffeine. The um, the healthy amount of caffeine, and this isn't healthy. This is like the maximum amount that you're supposed to have in a day is 400. Okay. And you're only supposed to have 200 milligrams in one sitting. Okay. So I was way maxing myself out for literally like the last three years. Yeah. I s- like chilled out on the caffeine. Right. Just for like the last week after mm-hmm. making this realization. I cannot believe how much better that I feel. Like yeah. I feel. I'm down to like 150 milligrams of caffeine a day, okay. which is totally different for me. Right. It's like a grande. Okay. And that's it. Right. So you're just so having your morning coffee. You're just having my morning coffee yeah. and that's it. That's, and then, that's typically how I am. I have a morning coffee and then yep. it's water the rest of the day. Cause if I, I have my cup. Did you notice my cup? I do see your cup. I do marathons at Target. Yeah. I do marathons really large and then at Target small. It's funny though. Cause I do do marathons. And, and I you, do them at Target as well. But wow. that's a 25-ounce cup. So I just need to fill this about four times a day. It makes, okay. it, it makes the good. math really easy. Yeah. I like easy math. I have started logging my water, too, okay. but I've been doing that for a little while. I just right. kind of fell off the wagon on it. Okay. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, so I like uh, my fitness pal for tracking my foods and my waters and all of that stuff. That's the one that I really – because I can really track my macros. That's what I follow. Or that's sure. what I look at is my macros. So, okay, we're kind of talking food and nutrition, and we really didn't talk exercise. We're talking more food and nutrition stuff. So today we're going to bring in the owner and CEO of Results Personal Training, David Schlossman, to talk to us about maintaining a healthy lifestyle while juggling our busy careers. So, you know, what are some of the challenges you have while – trying to be healthy while balancing your work and your little baby and totally apparently have a wife and have all these apparently. people that need our time apparently <laughs> not just we're not just single people anymore I mean no I I think th- that's a serious struggle for me and part of it's because a, a large part of what we do is we get out and we mingle with people right we go to social events on and a regular basis expected to be social and yeah and yeah. eat yeah. So I realized that a lot of my uh, triggers for eating poorly are, are social triggers. If other yeah. people are around me and they're eating, I'm I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna eat. Yeah, and um, I'm probably gonna eat a lot. Right. Um. So, um. So yeah, I think that, that makes everything really really tricky. And also, like I go to lunch with some of my colleagues. Right. All like every day. Yeah. And if I get a salad, they look at me funny right and so i've got to ignore that and i've got yeah, to you let it go that's just your just gotta, they're probably actually not looking at you funny you just think they're looking at you funny that's like we read right. a lot into things that oh, other people totally are do. aren't doing that they don't really care and what an arrogant thing to say like right. who well, to, to think that somebody actually cares what i eat right and is judging me for that is really a pretty self inflating kind of idea isn't it well it goes back to like when i was like in high school i used to have a friend she kept a calendar and she wrote on the calendar what she wore every day and she would not repeat any outfit within the same month because someone might notice and i'm like 
And, and then I notice myself doing that sometimes. Oh, last time I was at this event with these people, I wore that dress. And it's sure. like, how much do I think of myself to think that they actually remember what I was wearing six months ago the last time this group of people saw me? Right. And if they do, they're weirdos. They shouldn't be caring totally. about those things. Yeah. You know, I think for me, one of my biggest challenges, it's very similar to you. It's the being social thing. It's that I travel so much. And so it's really, you know, when I'm at home, I can really control my foods and what I'm eating and my family eats really healthy with me. Right. But when I'm on the road, it's so easy just to grab a burger and fries. Or if I'm in a special area, like I'm getting ready to go to Lake Charles, Louisiana, I'm going to want some Southern specialties while I'm there, things that I can't get back home. And so for me, that biggest challenge is the just being around other people, not being in my, not eating in my own home. Sure. For sure. And, And just to be clear, I love food. Oh, yeah, I do that too. Ma- it's, it's, it's it's why I work out. Yeah, right. No, seriously, it's no. kind of what it turned yeah. turned into for me early on. I I had to uh, when I when I lost my weight, it was more because of activity and like the way that I managed the way that I ate the things that I liked. Right. It didn't have anything to do with cutting stuff out, and it just it doesn't work for yeah. me. So anyway. okay, so we've talked nutrition. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about like our fitness and our stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, sure. So, did you know? I got a feeling you do know this. KCR has a good member benefit. Great, actually. It's not just a good member benefit. It's a great one. It was launched last year where you get a gym membership for just $9 a month. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. But what's, what's the name of the... It's a Great Life Golf and Fitness. Yeah. Yes. We have a program partner with country clubs and fitness facilities all over the city. Pretty sweet. Did and there's some this? golf hookups in there, too. Yeah. Um, like, lots of golf hookups. Yep. I think it's like... And I think you can have access to all of their facilities for $9 a month or 15 if you've got a family. Family. It's so, pretty cheap. Yeah, pretty cheap. And then there are upgrades that you can get, and if you want to go to even more of their facilities, yep. there are some uh, additional golfing facilities that you can get access to. And yep. um, I say golfing facilities; that doesn't sound right. It doesn't. Like but I, I'm letting you go with it. I don't. Golf. I'm not gonna. I don't. Kip's Kip's gonna listen to this. He's gonna be like, he's oh, gonna he's "Golfing gonna, facilities? He's gonna baseball <laughs> golf courses? Golf is just courses. Not, I'm not good. You're not, I don't that's, golf that's, either. That's I, I did a college. I'm good at. That was my sophomore year of college. I had to take two gym credits, and so I did it during the summer. And I did tennis for one month, and I did golf for one wow. month. And that was what I that was I got my golf credits. Um, and I'm gonna guess probably this is on our website. Um, you can find out more about this kcrer.com forward slash. Well, how do you how do you say the dashes? Great dash life dash golf dash fitness. That's where it's going. That Just works. go to our website It'll and search fine. for Great Life Golf. It will come up for you. So, so I have to tell you that fitness wise, my biggest hurdle that I want to talk to him about when he comes in. My biggest hurdle is that come winter time, mm-hmm. I hibernate. Yep. I don't want to get up. I don't want to walk. I don't want to get on that treadmill. Yep. I just want to cozy up in my nice warm bed and lay there and turn on like Alanis Morissette and, or something. <laughs> Cry? <Is that> <laughs> <laughs> not really. I took that one mm-hmm, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but seriously, it's yeah. like uh, I, I just... Well, and SAD's a real thing, you know, seasonal affective disorder. That's a real thing and it affects us. And I've got to get up and get my workouts in early in the morning or it just doesn't happen. But especially during the winter, that's my, if if I'm not doing enough working out, my husband will send me off to do it because you're cranky and I don't like being with you. (laughs) So, you know. It's fine. It's go on fine. a run. It's yeah, like he's done that. He has done that to me before. Go on a run. I need you out of the house right now. It's okay. like a Snickers bar, except it's going on a run. It is. It is. It's like you're hangry. Go. So, <laughs> all right. So, do you have a book pit today? I do. Oh, I'm excited. I what is one it? I don't think you've heard of. Okay. I need my intro music before I can tell you what it is. Do 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 do. Bobby's book bit. 
Casey. Okay. Okay, I liked it. Anyways, so this book is called Buddha's Brain by Rick Hansen. Okay. Heard of it? No. No? All right. So Buddha's Brain, it explains how world thought leaders, such as Moses, Muhammad, Jesus, Gandhi, Buddha, they all altered their brains with the power of their minds. It sounds a little hippy-dippy for me, but just, just follow with me here. I think okay, you'll like it. Okay, And it basically says how you can do the same to be more positive, resilient, mindful, and happy. So the quote that I really, really like from the book says, Only we humans worry about the future, regret the past, and blame ourselves for the present. Hmm. Animals don't do that. They just move on with their lives. They're not worrying about it. They're not doing all that stuff. So there's three lessons in the book. And the very first one is, the first dart hurts enough. Don't make it worse by dwelling on it. There's a quote that's usually attributed to the Buddha, but it's actually an anonymous quote. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. So there's two levels of discomfort. There's first is being struck by the dart. That's that first pain. That's that sudden rush of pain. You stub your toe, you break your laptop, whatever that is. The second dart, we actually throw it ourselves. And it's how we physically and mentally react to that first dart. We curse. Uh, we tell ourselves we're stupid whatever we, we for whatever we did. And we just add to our level of suffering. The first dart hurt enough. Why do we have to do that and, and pile it onto ourselves? Life throws enough darts. Stop throwing more at yourself. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, and we do. I do it all the yeah. time. I get the pain and then I add to the pain. Can I still curse though? You can still curse. Okay, yeah. great. That's just not good. at yourself. Okay. Yeah, just... You just curse in general. It's fine. <laughs> the second lesson from the book is quit the eternal rat race for more by practicing composure every day. Okay. So when you're composed, you stay with and experience your feelings just long enough for them to sink in without developing a permanent reaction to them. So basically the book is saying it's okay to do the victory dance, but when you start instantly thinking about, ooh, what's next, that's what's problematic. Stop chasing the next thing. Enjoy Mm. the moment for what it is. Let it sink in. Truly enjoy it. And don't worry about what that next thing you have to go chase is. Celebrate the victories. Gosh, that's so hard though, especially when you're in sales. I know. It is. But celebrate it, enjoy it. But the thing is, we don't take the time to enjoy it. It's not saying don't go get the next thing. Right. But actually enjoy the victory for what it is before you go for the next thing. And then finally is reduce the su- – okay, this was, this was a hard one. All right? Okay? Reduce the suffering in your life by not identifying with so many things. Hmm. You have to tame your sense yes. of self. Oh, this is so relevant right now. Every time you put I or my in a sentence with something, you make it your own my laptop when it breaks that wasn't that wasn't the laptop that was my laptop so now there's additional darts coming at me because i've attached myself to that item so the marie kondo Mm -hmm. to have less eyes and my's in your vocabulary get rid of that stuff then you have less things that you're attaching to whatever its future is as a part of your future. And this is this has to be true for not only objects but ideas yes and uh just identifications Mm -hmm. in general right like this is that's really good yeah so buddha's brain buddha's brain by rick hansen wow yeah i thought it kind of went with the whole everything we're talking about today so get those barnes and noble gift cards y'all got for christmas or your amazon or your amazon cards that's right or your audibles which is still amazon yep get it yep do it okay all right let's go get david Bobby, guess what? What? Recharge is coming back. Yes, it's recharge time. That's my favorite KCRER real estate conference. It's our technology conference. We bring in expert speakers to help real estate professionals stay on the cutting edge. We have had some amazing speakers in the past, including Rob Hahn, 
Brian Copeland, and last year we had Jimmy Mackin and Stefan Swanepoel. That's right. So this year we're bringing in Doug DeVitri. He is a national speaker on technology topics. I actually personally know him myself, gone through Leadership Academy with him, and he's going to talk about how to create a better experience for consumers using smart home technology. Everything he does is voice-enabled, and we're going to have something on stage that's never been done ever before. It involved me, Whoa. and uh, we'll, it should be interesting, so you got to be there to see this. History will be made. History is going to be made on stage. So, so uh, hey, Alex, when is it? It's on March 4th Yep, from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Ooh, a half day. I love that. Yeah, it's only yes. a half day. You can get back to work afterwards. Nice. And it's at the Sheridan. The Sheridan Overland the Park. The Sheridan Overland Park. That's right. So <laughs> I would need you to go get your tickets. You can register at 2020recharge.eventbrite.com. They are just $35. It's your early bird rate, and then the price will eventually go up to 50 That's probably mm. the late bird. If you want to do it now and pay less money, because you're going to buy a ticket anyways. Go to your 2020recharge.eventbrite.com to get your tickets, and we'll see you there. And we're back with David Slossman, owner and CEO of Results Personal Training. So, Davis, tell us a little bit about what you do as CEO and well, it's a, owner it's of your own business. Small business. Yes. A real small business. Not like a 50-people small business. There's 11 trainers there. Um, basically, we've been open for 21 years. We started in, yeah, I started in 1990. Right at the beginning of 1998, and um, basically just personal training for everybody. I mean, from anybody from school teachers to lawyers, doctors, a lot of doctors, a lot of lawyers, obviously. It's cost uh, effective for them. <laughs> but um, that's what I've been doing. I, I love it. I've been doing it forever. I'm a chiropractor, too. Okay. So I worked for the Miami Dolphins for about two years down in Miami. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was fun. It was interesting, and I worked. We for, love the dolphins right now. <laughs> right now, yeah, it, it works out really well. That we're <laughs> I was a, I was a dolphin employee, so um, I did that for a couple of years. Came here. I opened up a chiropractic office on 95th and Nall, and then I wanted to get a gym. I've always wanted to own a gym, so I went. And I got a partner, a friend of mine at the time, and uh, we went into business together. He's since moved on, and um, I keep doing it. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love that you were with the Dolphins because this has nothing to do with what we were talking about. But when I was in high school, um, when I went to college, I wanted to become an athletic trainer and I wanted to be the first female athletic trainer in the NFL. Some things happened with when I went away to college and my parents not fulfilling their end of the bargain. Not that I'm still bitter, but it's okay. <laughs> and it's fine. Um, and then since then, we've had the first female athletic trainer in the NFL. Right, so I think right. that's awesome. So I could Connect with, yes, that's awesome. I love in Miami, that. even, and, and I worked in Miami, let's go back to 1995, mm-hmm. and they had multiple women in there at the time, yeah. which was progressive at the time. Right. So they, they had women doing a lot of work in there as well. I just did the chiropractic for most of the dolphins. You weren't allowed to touch Marino. Hands off. <laughs> Understandable, has, yes. His own doctor. His own doctor. <laughs> They're the only ones allowed to touch him. Right, right, right. Well, this is awesome. So, so do you know some realtors in your life who uh, you're close with? I know, well... I know a lot of, yes, my sister's yeah, a realtor, yeah. okay. um, and she lives in Colorado, and uh, she worked for Keller Williams for a long time, Okay. and now, I don't know if Laura, she might work actually for the industry now, like here or something, because okay. I think that's what she went into, um, but she does that, and she still lives in Colorado. Awesome. So awesome. she's close. So <laughs> then you it. have a some kind of a personal knowing, you have a personal connection understanding that we you have, have really weird words today I'm i do i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know why but 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 you understand that we have a difficult time i do i lived managing with managing all of this i and, lived with yeah. a realtor for a year um and our and personal she was, health goes out the window she, and yes it, i mean it does i mean you, you've got okay so i've done this for a lot of businesses you have advantages and you have disadvantages so i don't there's a lot of advantages to your profession as for well sure. as right. far as what you can and can't do and what other people can and can't do and it's also you know but you, you 
there's a lot of um, if you're not doing something for your business when you're working as a realtor or my own, you feel guilty that you're not doing something like you should be doing something for your business. So making the time to do something for anything else becomes very, very hard. Right. Um, the thing that saves your kids because you have to say, OK, that's before anything. So at least you have something. It's almost like a pleasure to do something because you just want to get away from the thing you're supposed to be right. doing all the time. Right. I think that's any business owner, too, because yep. I guess all realtors are their own business owners yep. like anything else. So um, making the time. You know, I go through this with with doctors. They don't have the time. Mm -hmm. Lawyers, they don't have the time. Yet everyone has a lot more time than I do. Right, they do. <laughs> and I've been doing it for you know since I'm 13 and I'm 53, and I've never not. So it's 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 doable. It's always doable. Right. Wow. So so for those people who have a super ultra busy life, and and I know those people. I was that person at one point in time. Is like I don't have time for this. Well, you create time for the things that are most important Correct. to you. So for those ultra busy individuals. What are some tips you have for them to help get them to the gym or cook some healthy meals or whatever it is to get them on the right path? So the meal thing is um, the world has made it a lot easier. Uh, we were talking about DoorDash. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, there's always some way to get it available. My wife, she owned a business for 15 years where we prepared meals for other people. Okay. We did them out of our house. We turned our kitchen into a, into a corporate kitchen. We got all the things done, and we had people come and cook. And then this business became very popular. I don't know if you noticed, but you can go all over. They have warrior meals. They have right. nutrition meals. Mm -hmm. So people that say they can't eat healthy, that's totally an excuse. Sure. No, there's absolutely right. no reason. You know, th then the, the next thing, though, is which I can't do anything. It's cost. You know, it's going to cost more money to eat well than it's going to cost to eat mm -hmm. McDonald's. It's just gonna. The McDonald's makes it buck ninety nine. You can right. eat McDonald's three times a day and you're good to go. Yep. You eat those meals. You're talking ten dollars a meal, which which you know is not a lot, but it is a lot depending on who you are and how many times a day you eat. I eat sure. six times a day, mm -hmm. so you know my meal bill is very high at the end of the day, and I don't miss meals, and I make sure I don't. And there, you know, but but. There's ways to get around it. The best ways to get around it are to prepare your meals or have meals prepared. Either you're buying them for the week or you're preparing them for two days. If you get Monday and Tuesday out of the way and you prepare meals on Sunday for Monday and Tuesday, you can do a DoorDash on Wednesday. You can get a couple of meals at the store on Thursday and Friday. There's a way that you can get around it always. So well, just – oh, go ahead. No, no, And going back to the – okay, but McDonald's is cheap, but you're going to pay for that with your health right. down Correct. the road. Like so, it's cheap now. But, but I always tell people – you can go to McDonald's and you can order a plain grilled chicken sandwich and mm -hmm. take the bun off and you can get a salad there yeah. and you can still eat for two bucks, two ninety nine, and eat a very healthy meal if you want to. Yeah. The problem is when you go to McDonald's, the first thing you want are French fries and the second right. thing Smell you them. want is a yes, is mm -hmm. a hamburger. You have yeah. all those triggers. Yeah. Which I hadn't had a McDonald's hamburger in I'm gonna say twelve years and I did the other day because mm -hmm. my wife had surgery and she just needed something to get off. So we jumped off I said, Yeah, bet you want a hamburger. I wanted the hamburger right. more than she went. So I took a bite of it and now I know why it's so hard to give those things up. I yeah. mean they're just so different than when you eat regular food on a daily basis every day. It's For a big sure. difference. Yeah. It's amazing how your taste buds are different. Oh my gosh. Totally off. different. Yeah. Totally, totally different. I mean, yeah. but, but, and they change too, because I noticed I was a big ketchup eater and now mm -hmm. I'm not so much. Right. And you know, you, the other thing is the condiments. I mean, people tend to use condiments like crazy yes. and even ketchup can become fattening, which I, when I did my shows and I was competing, I was not allowed to have those, even no. like the slightest ketchup on, on, on my food. So it was dry. I was eating it right. dry. So. so what kind of competitions did you do? 
Bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. Yes. And so that's why the six meals per day. Correct. And that's, and, that's, and that's why the other thing, you know, people are eating and they're working out for different reasons. I always was a bodybuilder since I'm 13. I didn't start competing until I was in my late 20s, but I've always competed. And, right. then, and then just always stayed in never more than 10 pounds out of my competition weight, which is, let's say, 175. I never go above 185 just because I became healthy. I got Crohn's disease. So when I got diagnosed with Crohn's, I cleaned up my diet completely. You had and to. That, and then I had to keep it. Yeah. So, you know, keeping your diet clean for a show and then coming off and a lot of people put on 20, 30, 40 pounds, mm -hmm. 70 pounds, actually right. some, um, that's hard to come back from. But I mean, if I'm 10 pounds, I can always within doing one within a four to eight weeks, I can always get in shape for one. So that helped yeah. with that. And wow. I can attest to that lifestyle. My mom was a bodybuilder. Have we ever talked about that on the show? I think maybe you yeah. at least mentioned it to me. Yeah, she was a uh, 1987. She was Miss Missouri in bodybuilding, and so like I saw that lifestyle. And then she had to have a couple back surgeries, so bodybuilding well, went away. But, she couldn't. But. but in the 87 bodybuilding, just real quick, um, Kim Shashevsky from Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. she was Miss Olympia like six times. I yeah, mean, she was, and wow. she's from, and she still lives in Springfield and does shows, um, puts on shows. She doesn't do them anymore. She supports them and does that. But, um, and I have a couple of friends in the last couple of years in the Kansas City area, Lawrence area, who've gotten into bodybuilding, it's so and it's amazing. It is so different, so and I different. love seeing it's, how it is. It's eight sports in one. I mean, it's bikini, yeah. it's figure, it's everything. You yep. know, and, and it's a lot of the average people that do, you know, that are doing it as well. Yeah. But realtors getting back to them and their lifestyles, <laughs> just so I can incorporate that. It it is hard. But they do have the time to do it. They work late hours, but mm -hmm. a lot of times they're not, they're doing anything early because they got to wait for customers to get up to show a house right. to do this. So, that, you know, while they don't have the time, you know, I remember um, the lady I was living with at the time, she would go show a house at nine o'clock mm -hmm. from Lee Summit. And she would go onto the plaza at least to show, to show somebody to park a house or something. And I was like, you're going to do it now? She goes, yeah, I'm going to do it now. Like it was, like it was totally you no have to. Yeah, right. You feel like, like you have to. Right. And you for somebody who that. works, you know, right. hours through morning through, you know, I was like, oh my God, they're just going to call you at nine o'clock and you're going to run over, but you have to. That's part of what you had to do. Yep. So, yeah. But she was sitting there for three hours before she showed the house. She had plenty of time to she do something in, at yeah. that moment that she could have done. You just have it, you, you have this idea that you have to make yourself available. If, you, All if the you're time. occupying anything, if you're if you're working out, you might miss a call, you might miss an email. Well, and and the reality, that's mostly a mental thing. It's a huge us. mental yeah. thing, and it's a huge we mental need to thing. We to get over that. So I have to go back tonight for a 4 o'clock and a 6 o'clock. So in the morning, I do clients. I do 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 every day. Mm -hmm. And then I have a couple in the afternoon. Those are the hardest to go back for because you have to mentally so you never feel like you're off work so even those hours in the middle you can be doing a lot of things in those hours but right. mentally you feel like if you're doing anything but waiting or mm -hmm. do, getting back to work then you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing i you know within the last 10 years i've really worked on filling those hours and making sure that that box of time is not just wasted that's when i work out that's when right. i prep my meals and now i feel like at the end of the day when i'm done okay i've done everything i don't have to come back to anything yeah because for our advice for a lot of people is to get up early and work out, but you got a 5 a.m. appointment. I got a 5 so that's your, every morning. That's your right. Your five isn't going to fit in that's there. That's right. And, that's that, right. and I would love for my five to be my workout. That would be right. that would be amazing if it yeah. could, because I don't mind getting up that early. Right. I've been doing, been doing it for it. so long. Yeah. So if I can do that and be done with it, I usually do it about one is when I go to the gym and then prep my meals when I get done. But I also am lucky because my wife helps me prep my meals too, because she yeah. does the same thing. So it helps awesome. when you have a partner that's doing the same thing. It yeah. definitely, definitely helps. <laughs> but yeah, that's. And in my family, it's kind of hard because I'm the runner. I got to go out at 5 a.m. And we were talking about earlier, like if I get cranky, I'm told to go out. But you know. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Go Next, out. Go to the gym. <laughs> exactly. Next week, I'm going to Disney and I'm running the Dopey Challenge, which is 48.6 miles over four days at, wow. at Disney. Wow. Last day is a full marathon. So it's like, I've got to get that training in. But So my family does support me, even right. though they do something different because they know that 
I'm not a happy person right. if I don't get that. But I think everybody has to find what works for them because like Alex is not going to get up at 5 a.m., but 6 a.m. works for him. And right. everybody's got to find that. Everyone's got to find their spot. Their spot. And when I lived in Florida and I worked for the Dolphins, I had to be in Miami. So I, were, I lived in Boca Raton. So it's about 40-minute drive. So I had to be in Miami at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I went to the gym at 4 o'clock because I wanted to get to the gym, shave, change, and get to work and be done because I didn't know if they were going to have me there right. until 7 o'clock at night or sure, however. Right, so right, I didn't right. even know because it was not even my – I couldn't even tell when I was leaving. They told no. me when I was leaving. Exactly. So I had, I had no idea. So one of the difficult things when you're in a, an industry like this, we're, we're so busy in quotes, right? Mm-hmm. But – also, that, that makes us really susceptible to all of the noise that surround us in this space. So um, we've got all of these different people that are talking about different different fad diets mm-hmm. and uh, different fad workouts yes. and um, things that are uh, potentially pretty unhealthy, actually, uh, in a lot of cases, <laughs> and, and, well, and, and and develop bad form. And It's evolved. And, I mean, the whole, right. the whole pro- the work. So first of all, working out has evolved completely. So first thing you have to determine is, are you in working out? For your health, are you into working out because you're vain and you want to look really good? Are you into working out for both reasons, or you know, yeah. pick because you need to know, right? Because if you're just working out because you want to look good, that's a certain kind of workout that that has been known forever, and that's what works. I mean, sure. bodybuilders figured it out a long time ago. You can't yeah. reinvent the wheel. You know, you can do all the other stuff you want, but you're not going to have. The, so if you want to do that, if you're vain and that's all you're going after, mm-hmm. that's fine. You're going to get health benefits from that. If you're just working out, you want to be healthier. You're looking to do a little bit of each thing. You want to do a little running, a little weight training, a little this a little right. that you need to know that as well because you need the people that go into the gym that have no idea what they're doing is huge i mean oh, and i yeah. watch it every day and i'm like what are you doing why are you doing that you know and, and who told you to do that? right <laughs> and so so you, you gotta you gotta figure that out and then the eating these diets drive me crazy this is just insane the body has your body needs carbs your body needs protein your body right. needs fat end of conversation there's yep. no such thing as ketosis and this and that those are used for special occasions a ketosis diet a higher fat moderate protein low carb diet those are tools not they're a tools lifestyle. they're yeah. kids with epilepsy they need to use it they want they, they want to feed the brain more fats a lot of the myelin sheaths and the nerves have a lot of fat around them so they need the fat so that's a specific reason for a diet the the losing and the gaining of weight is calories in calories out what that weight looks like going in and out can be changed by what you put in your body. Mm-hmm. So if, if, I, if I worked out as much as I do, which is, you know, I work out for, and, and it's not a lot. I work out 40 minutes with weights and 30 minutes on cardio every day. So that's it. That's all I do. And then I eat well. But if I, if I worked out and I didn't eat the food that I ate, I could never do what I'm doing in the gym. So you have to, you have, to have that all the nutrients. And I eat baked potatoes, I eat yams, I eat rice, I eat pasta. I eat all the good carbs that are put here, vegetables and fruits, because you mm-hmm. need them. My proteins are, you know, I eat my chicken, I'll even eat red meat two or three times a week if I need to, whatever my body feels like it needs. And then your fats you'll get naturally. I cook with virgin olive oil, I'll use, I eat eggs, I eat whole eggs, I think that's mm-hmm. fine, you know. Your body utilizes everything. And, and for somebody to come in and say, get rid of those. Right. Now, if I do a show, I've got to cut my carbs sure. for a couple of weeks to get to ketosis, so my body loses every inch because you want to be at three to five percent body fat. But mm-hmm. on a normal day, I, if I don't eat my carbs, I'm going to feel like hell, and I'm definitely not going to want to work and work out and do right. that. Absolutely. So anybody who comes in here, you're you're putting your, you put yourself way behind the eight ball when you start restricting certain nutrients from your body. If you're doing it just for the sake of doing it, mm-hmm. losing weight comes just taking all those nutrients down. If you're putting on weight too much of those nutrients. If you want to lose weight, take down some of those nutrients. Don't pull everything out of the carbs and say, okay, I'm going to lose weight. That's not, not the way to do it. As soon as you start eating carbs again, you, you yep. put the weight back on. Right, right back. <laughs> we just all desire an easy button. I know I everyone that, wants that, an yeah. easy button. And it just isn't really a thing. 
And when I was a kid, I don't think there was one thing that I didn't purchase, that I didn't buy. And my mother was so supportive of me working out when I was young. So if it was legal and it wasn't, you know, she would get it for me and try right. it. And, you know, GNC, every single thing that they sold in the store, she would try and try mm -hmm. and try. And none of that stuff works. Right. And none of that works. Right. And I'm not just saying that like, you know, multivitamins are healthy. You have certain things that are good for you to take because you need them in your body. And But but the, none of those things that claim these things that they're doing, that they put on TV, they don't do any of that. Yeah. Um, I see a doctor out here in town. He's a great doctor and, and I'm lucky enough to be able to do that where I he's a concierge doctor and mm -hmm. he's mostly for your health he's an extra health doctor so you see him he does your blood work three times a year you get a full blood panel I mean 10 vials they check everything in your body right. and I'm lucky enough to have that and go to him and be able to have that and so the things he gives me so if I'm low on testosterone which I was mm -hmm. whether you work out or not you turn 50 it happens yep. it's the way he gave me testosterone that works right the eugenics thing on TV that doesn't work right because it doesn't have the nutrients that you need to fulfill right. the testosterone the testosterone is what you need right. not the eugenics which gives you half of what's in testosterone thinking your body's going to somehow supply the rest it doesn't know what it's missing and it doesn't know what it needs so none of that stuff is going to work and i say that strongly because i feel very very strong <laughs> about that that none of those things work and i hate to say that but i i really believe that well no it's true your body really needs those nutrients from food that's how it's you food. feed your body that's how exactly. you fuel your body as a long distance runner i actually just had a conversation with somebody earlier today she's like i'm really struggling getting past 10 miles and she and i said how do you fuel yourself during a run she goes I don't fuel for 10 miles. And I'm like, that's exactly that's your problem. <laughs> After 45 to 60 minutes, your body needs something coming into it. It needs to burn that off Otherwise, keep it it's going. you. Otherwise, yes. it's all you. It's just eating yeah. off you, and that's what it does. And I mean, that, and that's what your body does. And once you get into that state, then you're in trouble. Right. Exactly. So, what so, Go ahead. No, no, go. No, go. No, no, you. <laughs> you, you, you. One of the, one of the big things uh, that I've been hearing a lot about is a standing desk. Yeah, so my, like, my wife like, has one. Getting into like an office, like right. like when we're when we're like Bobby and I are both frequently in our office. Yeah, I have to be. In my I'm office on the road. I'm in the plane. You're. That's true. <laughs> you are. I'm in my office uh, every every workday, every business day right, for at right. least five hours. I love. Um, I love. This the is where I'm at desk. now. But but just like anything else, the standing desk can be bad. You know, bad sure. on your body in other ways. You want to? I would do both. I mean, I would do. I stand all day. I see ten clients mm -hmm. a day, so that's ten hours a day that I'm working uh -huh. standing up. I hate standing up. I mean, my foot hurts. My bottom of my right. feet hurt. I mean, back hurts. Everything hurts. But then if I sit down for 25 minutes, I sit there and I'm like, oh my God, my back hurts. My leg hurts. Right. And so I don't know which way is better. But I know if you can do both, which the standing desk does, right. that, that would be the best way to so go with it. So if I'm in my office for a long period of time during the day, are there certain things that um, I could be doing to... Right, so here's another pet peeve of mine. I have yeah. a ton of pet peeves. Okay. So no. Yes, there are. Okay. I don't believe in those. Okay. You put your time and your mind at your gym time and that's the time you work out. If you're just sitting there because you got 20 seconds and you're going to do 20 crunches because Richard Simmons told you that it works, <laughs> it does not work. Richard Simmons looks like... Huh? Crap. I mean, yeah. he never had a good body. No. I mean, he lost all that weight. That was a miracle. That was all his nutrition and his food, and that's awesome. And that's, but, but, so my, I'm very into focusing when you work out. There are people that sit in the gym and they watch the TV like this and they're doing this. Yeah, sure. And there's nothing happening there. No. If your brain is not focused on what you're doing, there's nothing happening there. There's no changes in your body. There's no chemical reactions. So watching Netflix while uh, I'm on the no, treadmill exactly. is not a. It's a now, now, Different. So, different. like, okay, I, I have, I, I have a Peloton. God. I just got a Peloton. <laughs> yes, I, I have love a Peloton, too. Peloton. Love I am it. a freak on the Peloton. I love yes. it. Can't go more than 20 minutes because I'll lose all my muscle on that thing. Yep. I'm, every time, I'm going to have an aneurysm on the Peloton because every time I'm on it, I have to beat what I got yesterday. Right. So, if you do that all the time, eventually your body's just going to die. Right. It has no choice. So, every day I'm on there, two, 223 was my number yesterday. I got to get 224 today. And it's just, it's one of those things. Where, but, I, but, but, 
it's it's great. I don't mind. You're focused on the Peloton. So you're, sure. You're, you're listening. You're you're, and it's a different kind of work. Aerobic work is different than muscle work. Okay. Okay. When you want to build, you have to have a connection with what you're doing, or it doesn't make any sense to the body. And your body will use all the muscles to pull it up, not what you're working on. Understood. Whereas cardio, you want to you're working your heart. So anything that brings. I came in here. My heart rate was twenty higher than it usually is because I was nervous about coming in here. That's working my heart and I'm not right. even doing anything just because I was sure. nervous doing it. So that's a different kind. You can do your cardio and you can watch TV and do your stuff and that would be fine. Your working mom's is fine. Right. But, but when you're, but when <laughs> you're, I got to swipe away the leaderboard though when I'm on the Peloton. I can't because I, I do. I, I get do the, that too now. Swipe I didn't away. do that at first. Now yeah. I do. And you the get other, the high fives and you're like. Ah. Well, the other day some guy I could tell because the class was over. There was a minute left and he wanted to beat me. So I saw that he was trying. He was still so going cool hard. Down, he was so, going right, down. so I'm like, no way. So now I'm on the cool down and I'm going. I'm like, this guy's no way is this guy beating me. And that was my that was my Peloton. But and then I did my foot. So I've been off for a week. So I'm looking to get back on. But mm. that was that's a great thing, the Peloton. Yeah, it is. I, you see the commercial? It got in trouble for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this girl's talking about empowerment, and the people missed the whole point, I thought. Right. She was empowered by the bike. It wasn't a matter of her losing weight or gaining weight. Right. They, she didn't even put the bike with that. It had nothing no. to do with it. And everyone got on her because she was too skinny for the commercial, and right. I was like, that's, that's so ridiculous. rude. It's, it's, right. That girl came out okay, though. Now she's on Bold and the Beautiful. <laughs> oh, she, <laughs> she Oh, yeah. She oh, landed she a spot on Bold and the nice. Beautiful. Well, so, I saw I mean. the, the aviation gym <laughs> uh, commercial, which made fun of the other. I thought that was funny, but it was all about her. It was about self-confidence. It was about building right was and sticking to a routine which is so important um you know i know you've seen people who've started out and then they quit are there any characteristics you see between people who quit and give up and those that actually succeed and meet their goals so with me it's personal because i'm in the gym and i'm a trainer and i notice things i Mm -hmm. notice trainers in the gym and i notice their relationship with the clients and i notice those things so on that aspect, yeah, it's very. You've got to be in a relationship with your client that they want to come. And even if they don't want to come, they trust you enough to know that they should be coming and that what you're doing is not wasting their time. Right. That's the first thing. If people think they're wasting their time, they're gone. They're yeah. gone quickly. And and if people don't know what they're doing yeah. and they start wasting their time, they're gone quickly. Right. So, you know, you, you have all these, quote, New Year's people. They'll come in and they'll be there for a while and they look around and you know, they don't, they're trying to eat better. They're fighting it. It, it becomes more of a pain in the neck for them than it does something, a goal oriented thing that they sure. want to succeed right. at. So, you know, I, I come at it from a health perspective, longevity, life longevity type of thing. Um, that's my perspective of it. You know, you can drop dead when you're 22 for all you know, but yep. I mean, you still want to do all the things that you can do to make it so that you can go as long as you can go. I think it happens more when you have kids. I think the kids make it a big deal. I think, I think it makes you desire to go longer than than maybe someone else would right. that's just what i think no that's nice <laughs> <percent>. <laughs> makes sense yeah what about fitness trackers do you like fitness trackers see never, that's what i nothing. was figuring I, just I go this into guess. the gym with nothing <laughs> i don't wear anything but okay so that's one of the, my other things so so no i can't stand them i have a client i'm gonna find all of your things yeah you're gonna find all my <laughs> yeah, this is fun we're gonna bring david back i like david <laughs> So I train a couple of people, uh, one being Gary Lezak, who, mm-hmm. who I asked if I could throw out his name. So I've been, he's been training with me for almost, almost 16, 17 years. So he's also like me, nothing. We walk into the gym, except for he's a little bit, when he, if he hurts his knee, he's got to take off like a month because it hurt his knee, so he can't do anything. Yeah. But then I have another client, and he lives by this. And he comes in, and he's got to have his 14,000 steps by the time he leaves my place, or he is pissed, and he's cranky. And every time I watch him, 
my mood changes because I know he wants to be at a certain right. place. And if I don't get him by this place, I can see it in his mind. And I can't do this. I mean, these, right. are, these are his steps throughout a whole day and what right. he's doing. Right. He's become so obsessed with losing weight. And he's been a client of mine forever, too. But, he, you know, and, and he's very old school. He was a football player. He played for the Chiefs. He, he, he believes that if you sweat a lot, you're losing weight. You're not losing weight. You're no. losing body fat. Right. So, and then he'll go periods of time where he'll say, I can't eat anything. My body won't lose weight unless I, and then he won't eat anything. But then he'll gain slowly the weight comes on have a couple of beers have a couple of this but that doesn't count as food no. of course because he's not really eating anything so um y- y- the, right. you know and then and so, so i have different things but this thing this mm-hmm. tracker uh-huh. if you like it use it great go yeah. for it i think that the it, it it's making it way more complicated oh yeah my, I'm a bodybuilder. I've been competing for years. I don't know if it can get more complicated than that. I'm in the gym for 40 minutes working out and 25 minutes doing cardio, and I'm sure. done. Yeah. I'm done. If it's taking you all day to figure this out, and you're doing this all yeah. day long, then you're way, way too into this. And that's not going to work. I've watched it. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. People who are doing it that way, you know, every second of their day, they're just doing something to try to do this. It's not going to work. Because somehow, for a yin, there's a yang. So whatever they're doing here to do that, they're doing something else on the other side that's making them do that. Right. Or they wouldn't be doing that. Yeah. They realize they wouldn't have to do that if they didn't want to and as you know even when I had my illness for eight weeks and I basically couldn't leave a couch I couldn't work out I couldn't do anything I didn't wear anything and I now when that I've come back I do wear that's what he got I do I wear my Garmin (laughs) Garmin. but I I actually had I was actually for a long time I used to wear an Apple watch on one arm and I used to wear my Garmin because when I run my marathons one's my music one's my GPS and the music and and I got to the point where I was like it's just too much noise and even my I've actually I've gotten pretty much rid of my Apple Watch, I don't wear it anymore because this is just less. This is my GPS when I go running so I know how far I've gone. It's time to turn right, around sure. and come Which back, great. Bobby. Is, uh, That's and, fine. And some of the things are amazing. And I, I like seeing my sleep data occasionally, but I can't do anything with it. It's already happened. It's, it's in the past. Right, so right. there's nothing to do with it. And for me, it's just one of those things. I, I don't live by this. It's not like at the end of the day, oh, I'm at 9,998 steps. Get two more. And no, I'm going to bed. Tool. Right. Yeah. And I compare it to Waze. We yeah. all use Waze. Yes. But none of us can get anywhere anymore. No. I could have never found this place without Waze. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean I can't find it? It's on 111th state line. How can I not find it? But I couldn't have found it yep. without Waze to get me here. And then yeah. Waze is the same thing as that thing. Right. You're making everything so complex. Sure. We used to just say, hey, go over here. We all found places. We You're don't have to stuff. Right. And yeah. now, I mean, especially, I'm, you know, I'm from New York, so I go home to New York quite a bit. And I'm in Long Island, so there's not numbers. It's streets. So I don't know how to get anywhere in Long Island. Right. I'm like, I don't know how to get. So you get, if I don't put Waze in, I would never be able to get anywhere. So right. it's the it's, it's same thing with working out. Yeah. We've, like made it, we've made it much more complicated. Yeah. This gets back to Buddha's brain. I know. I told <laughs> you. It's a, a good, little bit. You need to do it. So wow. besides exercise and eating right, the two things we've mostly talked about today. Are there any other key elements to living a healthy life? Brain. Yep. Brain. It's got to be the brain. I mean, it, we got to do that. And, mm-hmm. and I, I'm big on crossword puzzles yep. just because I was, not because I did it for my brain. I just happened to like them, and now I find out they're pretty good for your brain. Mm-hmm. But I like all those kind of things. I think, yeah. you know, um, it, they do these studies. You know, even the video games that we talk about the kids, they're killing people. So mm-hmm. on, on one hand, it's not so great for their brain. But on the other part of their brain brain, it's actually working for that part of it. But how good is it to be killing yeah. thousands of people every time they're playing a game? Right. But um, we need to do more of the. They have challenges now. They have game challenges online where you can play and you can sit and you can, you know, because I'll go downstairs and I'll walk downstairs and I'll say, Jan, I'm going to grab something. And I'll get down there and I'll be like, Jana, what did I come down here for? <laughs> right. 
right. and that happens more than once. I mean, if it happens once, you're like, okay. But if it starts to happen a lot, you're like, what the hell's going on? Right. So, and then they have the commercial for Prevagen. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've seen the commercial for Prevagen. I don't know about that stuff. I've looked into it. None of the doctors will tell you anything. They'll, they won't tell you anything. They won't say yes or no or anything. Right. So I started taking it. I don't know if I can tell a difference or not, but I've also started paying attention more to things when it comes to that. Right. So it might just be that I'm paying attention more too. But yeah, you, you got to work the brain, but I, I wish they had more things to, to figure it out. But on the good hand, eating well and working out, that works the brain too. So yeah. it works out well there. So David, what have we not asked you today that we should have asked you? Um, how long, how many times a week do you need to work out to be proficient, to be, to be able to get some yes. changes in your body? That's yes, good. that's So that's, awesome. that's one of the things. People coming to me for personal training, it's a very affordable thing. How much can they afford? So they can afford two times a week. You know, mm-hmm. I have, I'm lucky I have clients that can come in every single day, but, right. but I'm not a good salesperson. When someone says to me, how many times should I come in? I'm not going to say every day because that's the answer, but I don't want to think that I'm trying to take your money. But it's the fact is you should do something every single day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be with a trainer. Most of my clients will come to me two to three times a week and I'll say to them, that's fine. But if you're not doing something the other two days a week or three days a week, then don't look at me why things aren't sure. happening the way they're not, you want it to happen. It's got to be totally on you to make sure you're doing that. So you need to do something every day, mm-hmm. every day to work your body. You don't have to, you don't need a day of rest. You can rest. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You can have a nice Sunday afternoon, but you should go for a walk. You should right. go for a stroll. You should get your body moving and get it up. There's never a day, but to work out with weights three times a week, minimum five times a week, optimal cardio. I'd say six to seven times a week, 20 minutes minimum up to 45 minutes to an hour. Anything after that's an athlete. And that's a different yep. series. I'm not getting into athlete, athletes and running and how long you like to run and stuff. Yeah. So that's a different thing, but just in general, <laughs> You need, a ha- you need 40 minutes a day to put, your bi- to, to put your brain and your body into some kind of workout routine. That's it. And that should be all they do. And then eat good, and then you're good. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. It's simple. It really is. It's not hard. No. It's hard it's, to like it. Yes. It's hard to like it. But once you get into it, it's, it's, it's easy. And right. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to it's get out. So it's, it's whether when you do get out of it, you're like, oh, things aren't right. You well, know, and just, yeah, and there's other aspects. I mean, there's, there's, there's the sexuality aspect. There's, you mm-hmm. know, how, how often do you, do you care what you look like? You know, right. when you live in Florida, you care what you look like yes. a lot more than you do when you live in Kansas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, we go to Florida quite a bit. So your shirt's off quite a bit. And you yeah. don't want, you know, you want to make sure you look good in Florida. So I'm headed yeah. to South Beach next <laughs> month. And go. I'm like, so. oh, seven days. <laughs> oh no! Yes, I'm, yes, my brain is already there. Right, Fine. right. So, yeah. You know, you, you know, working out is a very vain thing. The thing that pushes people more than the health is the vanity. So yeah. that's what I go after when I t- tell people, "Look, are you here for because you want to look good and bad? Are you here because you want to be healthy? They all want to be here for both. Right. But the real reason that they're yeah. going to stay is right. because they want to look good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad. That thing is at important. All. Yeah. <laughs> David, thank you so much for Thank coming in today. It's been me. an absolute delight. Thank you. Anything you need, let me know. I'd be happy to help. We'll probably have Thanks you back so again. Much, okay? Thank you very, very awesome. much. Thanks, David. Thank you.